Unpause Life, the podcast about hitting play on the pause button and taking the leap out of our comfort zone. I'm Jen Payne. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we're your hosts on this nutty quest to laugh our way through the pause. That's right, we are. How you doing, my darling? We haven't we haven't done this in a minute. I know. Busy busy. Yes, yes. Traveling all over, both of us. That's the plan for me anyway. <laughs> me by road, you by air. Gotta take advantage of my job benefits. Oh, I'm telling you, that's just so amazing. We just did the 12-hour drive to Washington, D.C. and back. And the ride back, we were going through torrential rains. Oh, gosh. The kind that a car went by us at one point and sprayed so much water on our windshield in addition oh. to the rain that we were, like, completely blinded for a second. Thankfully, Jay was driving, but I did not keep my cool at all <laughs> oh my gosh that's so scary yeah i don't think i can I, I used to do road trips all the time with the kids and we'd do 14 hour road trips and now that i fly everywhere i'm not so sure <laughs> i'm not receptive to well yeah because you know like i can be from there to there in two hours why would i sit in a car that long yeah i do try and gauge it out i add time into the airport time before check-in and all that stuff if it's more than my driving i'll drive yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. For this trip, I had to haul all my books with me. So that would have meant shipping all of them. And, you know, then you have the added cost there. So I thought my teenage daughter was going to help me drive. But, you know, it was the damnedest thing. Every time it was her turn, she was asleep. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, and for those of the um, our listeners that don't know, tell them where you why you went to D.C. Um, I was assigning at the Apolicon author event in Washington, D.C., which is kind of a big deal event. It was a lot of fun, but it was the first time I'd gone there. So we went there and uh, I was working and did a little sightseeing. We went to Mount Vernon and then um, one of the days of signing, my husband and my kids went and did all the D.C. So they spots. got to go out and really explore. Mama paid for the trip and they went uh, out and explored. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I told them. I'm, you guys go have fun. I'm going to pay for the trip. And that's, it worked out, you know. So, so which of your books at the event were the most popular? Um, This one, it was my Reaper series did really well. Um, my journals of Octavia Hollows, something about that little undead pig people really loved. And I did sell out of Corpse Queen at this one. Of so. course, that one's amazing. Thank you. I like it. That's exciting. And you just came back from a pretty big trip, too, with your mama. I did. I took my mama to Ireland. That's amazing. Was that your first time in Ireland? It was for both of us. See, I want to go so bad. It's pretty great. I mean, a city is a city. Dublin is just like any other city. There's graffiti. There's homeless problems. There's, you know, but the architecture is beautiful. But once you get out into the countryside, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And and we did some tours. So we went by train. We went by bus. Oh, wow. We, you know, got stuck in Galway because the train stopped. So we ended up having to take a four hour bus ride 
back. You said Galway, and immediately the Ed Sheeran song came in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we went out and adventured. I mean, there's just so much more to see. I'd love to go back again sometime. We did all the touristy stuff, you know, the cliffs. and. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do, like, an Ireland-Scotland long trip. Just take it all in. That was the plan. We were going to go to Edinburgh first, but Mm -hmm. getting from Edinburgh to Dublin was becoming a problem um, because we went around spring break. So getting on flights and stuff wasn't as easy as we thought it was going to be. We had a great experience. My mom got to experience first class for the first time. Oh, nice. So I have some really funny video of her, like, because it was the first class with the beds. Ooh. Where she's putting the bed down and she's like, it kept going down farther and farther. And she was so cute. She, she woke up and I said, did you have a good nap? And she was like, I don't think I slept. And I had a picture of her face all scrunched in the pillow. And I was like, (laughs) yes, you did. Here it is. (laughs) If you're not sleeping, you're doing a great impression of somebody sleeping. So yeah, it was just a great experience. My only recommendation, we went um, towards the end of March. It was cold. Okay. Okay. I mean, we we took a train into a fishing village, which was super cool. Best seafood I think I've ever had, but oh, it yeah. was so cold. Like, how cold are we talking? Um, And this city wasn't too bad. Like, 40s maybe. Some days we got into the 50s, but oh. this fishing village was... It's felt like sub-zero. Oh. <laughs> it, it was just the wind off the water, and um, I'm glad we went. And then we found out if you want to meet a man, <laughs> take the train on a day where there's a football game. Okay. Because as we were taking the train back, just stop after stop were just men and their kids getting on this train going to going into the city to the football game and all of them had the accent and yes ma'am that's how so many rom-coms start right there (laughs) (laughs) that makes me think of um p.s i love you oh yeah that's a great movie i mean we i'll tell you this real quick um we met this tour guide that we had when we did our train tour and he was this the cutest old man but and he took my mom has a little trouble getting around, so he okay. took pity on us. We went into a castle and she couldn't go up the steps, so we decided to explore the village. He became our private tour guide. Oh, nice! But with that, we couldn't get rid of him either. Oh no! <laughs> so everywhere we went, he kept like literally would pop up, and we got some good pictures out of it because he became our personal photographer also. But. Then we went into the city and we just wanted to go eat and we're sitting enjoying lunch. And all of a sudden he pops up and he's like, found you. We were like, oh, so he must have been creepy. Right. (laughs) He was working for that tip. I'll tell you what. I was going to say, is that what he was after? A tip? No, I think he just generally loved his job. But he but the focus was, I think, more on my mom. Okay. Um, But everywhere we went, he just seemed to appear out of nowhere. (laughs) there's a fine line between helpful and creepy (laughs) he was towing that line man he was towing the line i mean i would love my mom to someday you know have a nice companion but not this guy not this guy (laughs) just (laughs) randomly pops up out of nowhere well the way it was like found you (laughs) i don't like that i don't like that 
<laughs> That's towing the line from uh, rom-com to crazy stalker movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, ma'am. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about all things beauty, fitness. I love it. I love it. Because this is something like as you age that becomes such a big thing. Like society is ready to write us off after we hit, you know, the late 30s. So it's how we view ourselves at that point. Well, and there's there's such a difference between like, I look back now and I see pictures of myself when I was in my 20s and I go, dang, like I really didn't look that bad. Yeah. But I thought that I did. And we just, I just took another short trip with my oldest son and his girlfriend joined us on this trip. And I noticed like I went into the bathroom and all these little jars were like lined up in the bathroom. They were like travel jars. So I was asking her because she would go and take a shower for like 45 minutes. She Good was God. in the bathroom. So she was telling me about her whole beauty routine and all of these serums and lotions and stuff. And I mean, she's a young girl. She's 20. Gorgeous. I mean, her skin is flawless, but I was, and I had a conversation with somebody. I said, I don't think we had that many options. No. When we were that age, we had what, like ponds, oil of Olay. We had Noxema. You remember that? Right. <laughs> so. Don't use that. It burns. That means it's working. No, no. Or you put like the cold cream on your face and yep. you sleep in. Like I was just watching the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and in every scene when she goes to bed, she's got the white cream all over her face before she goes to bed. I mean, we didn't have all this option. So for me now, being middle aged, it's very confusing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have to put six different serums on my face. I don't understand why can't they just create one that does everything everything that it does yeah. well because the skin here is more sensitive and the skin here needs more moisture and, and I, i'm bad about it because i still have the mentality that i did you know back then of you know put some moisturizer on you're good to go right and now it's like well use this rose quartz roller to and, oh, if there's so much to it there's so much to it and i don't have I mean, I need to make the time. I need to yeah. make better time. Like, because it's, we only get one face. So, yeah. Some, um, some have had multiple. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually pulled up some statistics. Okay. Approximately $49.2 billion are generated by cosmetic sales in the United States each year. Holy shit. That's just cosmetic sales. And on average, Americans spend between $244 and $313 on cosmetics every month. Wow. I know I don't spend that much. I don't. I don't. I don't know who these people are that can. <laughs> and I even looked up men. Mm -hmm. Per month, they spend about $65 per month on creams, lotions, uh, moisturizers, anti-aging treatments. See, that even surprises me for men. I mean. That seems low for me, even because some of the men I know, well, because I work with a lot of flight attendants. Oh, okay. I guess they're in a different, their regiments are a little bit different than. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of my husband who doesn't, yeah, I mean, he shaves his head, so <laughs> he doesn't have any hair products to mess with. He doesn't buy shampoo. Right. He's, he's, you know, shower gel and some lotion for his face and off he goes. I mean, I have I have two boys and they're complete opposites. I have one that I have to beg, 
please, you know, I buy him all these products for his face, for his hair, doesn't use any of them. And then the other one is the opposite that's asking me, you know, well, this face wash doesn't really feel good. Can you, can we try something else? And I need a moisturizer, which I'm all for that because. Like you said, we only have one face. Yeah. And I, you know, I should be better. So I don't age more rapidly than I'm expecting to. You look gorgeous. (laughs) Stop. I have a face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say, I, you know, I, I've seen the memes where it says, I wish that I, when I, th- when I was thought I was fat, when I, I was in my twenties, I wish I was that weight again now. Um, and that's one, I know a lot of women feel that way. I will be very honest. I had an eating disorder for years and years and years, very badly. I still don't have a scale in my house because I don't have one in mine either. Um, that number, I would fixate on that number too much. And I, I have, I don't know which members of my family, my extended family, listen to any of my podcasts, so I'm not going to call it a name, but I do have a member of my family who, um, she's, she's a grown woman, she has grown kids, but she still obsesses about her weight and being thin and being skinny. And I think my view about that has changed, and maybe it is because I suffered from an eating disorder for so long, but I... I no longer want to be skinny. I want to be strong. I want to have I get the muscles. I want to look like I can do a hundred squats. You know, I want to look muscular. I don't want to be skinny. You want to skinny. be healthy. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I think that's one thing that has changed. I still see a lot of young women that do just want to be skinny. And I hope that that's a mentality that change. Maybe it comes with age. Maybe it's something that's changing, but. I think being thick is a good thing as long as you're a healthy thick, you know? Well, part of the um, thing that I, like, I, not going to lie, I was thin my entire life. I've always had exercise. I always played sports, but I was naturally thin. Yeah. And growing up, everybody said, oh, once you hit your 30s, it's going to start happening. Once you hit your 40s, it's going to start happening. Well, now that I'm in my 50s, it's happening. <laughs> finally caught up (laughs) um and i do i struggle with it um and i've done the whole thing i've done like worked with trainers where i overtrained and nobody said to me hey eat a hamburger you're getting too thin until and i entered this competition and i saw pictures of myself and i was i looked like an overcooked chicken wing really i had just muscle but no nothing else. Like I had no body fat and it did not like my face was sunken in. So I've tried that ages you too. Yes. Yeah. So I've really worked hard to find that balance. Now starting a different career in my fifties, I'm still working on finding the balance. I find that when I'm flying, I'm super disciplined. I get up and I go to the gym and I bring all my healthy food and I do a really good job. But it's when I come home, and I'm going out with friends and it just kind of falls to the wayside and it's not a priority. So I have to, I'm kind of an all or nothing girl. So I'm have to find that balance between, and I have, since I started this job, I've put on 15 pounds. Um, so my clothes are pretty snug now. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I need to find a routine. Like I heard you, I was listening to one of your Mamesis podcasts. 
that you were doing and you were quoting, uh, you were talking about a TikTok. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Right. That she was talking about. You can probably. She was saying, um, and the way she started it is she said, I was at the gym and I saw this woman and, um, yeah, I said to her that her clothes didn't fit right and she was too old to be there and she looked ridiculous doing the exercises she was doing and everybody was laughing at her and, you know, her belly was too big. And then the lady in the TikTok said, now before anybody gets upset at me, I didn't say this to another person. I would never say that to another person. I was saying that to my reflection in the mirror. Those were all the things I was thinking about me. And and this is actually something I, I, I was talking to my daughter about the other day. She's 16. She's dealing with, you know, her right. own view of herself. And I was telling her, if you wouldn't say that to another human being, don't allow yourself to think it about yourself. Don't expect more of yourself than you would expect from another exactly. human being. You know, if if you would see a woman your age at the gym doing the damn thing and you would look at her and be like good for you good for you then why don't we deserve that kind of kindness right we're we're the hardest on ourselves we are we're so hard on ourselves so hard on ourselves on wow this is we're we're getting really fucking deep up here today (laughs) but um when i was at this event this past weekend i've been a writer for over a decade now and at this event i've never been to this event before and i know going to book events there's certain people that go to these events year after year and if you haven't been to a, this event before there's a million authors in the world there's a good chance these people haven't heard of you right and so there's a lot of people there that have no idea who i am now there were some that came directly to see me but there was some that had never heard of me before well my kids and i are watching game of thrones right now And there were so many people walking by my table that weren't stopping. And the little voice in the back of my head started saying Arya's line from Game of Thrones, a girl is no one. And that was the voice that my my brain was letting in there. A girl is no one. I was like, that's that's what our mind does to us. That's those dark thoughts that sneak in. And we have to to stop that and go, this is a new opportunity. You're meeting new people. You're making, you're, you know, exposing yourself to new things. Stop that negativity. Yeah, I mean, I wish we could always, we could pinpoint where all of that comes from. And, you know, I realize that even um, these influencers that we see, they have that voice in their head. Yep. Also. Um, so it is, I mean, it's a reality. It's the reason that we spend billions of dollars every year yep. mm-hmm. on cosmetics and procedures and like I just had a procedure done it's called the bleph b-l-e-p-h okay and it is it's an eyelid surgery okay so it's it runs in my family where your eyelids kind of grow over the edge of your eyelid and so it can be the top and the bottom and my family it's mainly the top my grandmother had to have it taken care of my mother is eventually getting it taken care of and mine i could feel it actually sitting on my eyelid and i couldn't put like putting makeup on i'd have to like stretch my whole eye out and then it would always get up on the part that was folded over like literally it was just a part that is folded over is it like being like a hooded eye or is it considered more dramatic than that it's both. Okay. 
And like we were talking a little bit about, there's a lot of celebrities that I, when I was researching that have had this done as well. And it's such a subtle change um, that I meet people that I've known or not meet, but people that I've known my whole life that have seen me, they're like, oh, I'll show them a before and after picture. And they'll go, I never knew yeah. that that was like that. I'm like, because my eyes are open when you see me. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really, it's, you don't really tell, but after having it done, I feel, I don't feel the weight anymore. Yeah. It's, it was, it's not, it wasn't like this massive piece that was hanging over there, but you've seen the before and after pictures. Yes. I feel lighter. Like yeah. my eyes feel like they're open a little bit wider. Um, I'm happy when I put makeup on now. So it was something that wasn't yeah. quite medically necessary yet where my mom's is completely starting to hang over and it can impede your vision if it goes. Okay. I will say you look more awake and alert, which is, you know, it's a subtle thing, but yeah, right. you look a little bit more perky. You look a, yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that was the point of it just for my, I knew I was going to have to have it done eventually. And I didn't want to wait until I was 80 years old to go and have it done. I wanted to do it now because it's a, it'll not supposed to ever grow back. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and it was, um, in, what is it? I looked up a study in 2022, it was listed as one of the most popular nip tuck procedures among patients 45 and over. Okay. I could see that. I could see that. I have hooded eyes a little bit and I will say that looking at your results, I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> it looks great. I've got a really good doctor. <laughs> And I've got your number. So this is working out for all of us. And now, it's, go ahead. Um, I, I do want to say, you know, we're talking about these procedures. We'll continue to talk about these procedures. I don't want anyone listening to think that we're saying, you know, this is what you need to do. No, no, no. no. Oh, absolutely it's, not. It's an independent journey. What you're comfortable with. What, uh, what suits your vision of yourself and making you the person that you want to be? If you don't want to do any of these things, like I will say when it comes to fillers, the idea of fillers right. make me very nervous because I've seen too many celebrities and people that have taken it too far. So right, fillers right. make me nervous. Um, I have had Botox. I haven't had it in over a year. Um, I will have it again. I couldn't. Well, you have bangs now too, so it's hard to. <laughs> That's why I have bangs because I don't have to have Botox as often. That's the trick. <laughs> There's your next video. Yeah, how to avoid Botox. <laughs> bangs, yes. Um, but I've I've had it done a few times. Um, I, I like two or three times. I really liked it. Uh, I I have smile lines real bad, and I really liked the. The, the subtle way that they kind of diminish, diminish those. I will say that I had one time that I had way too much Botox stuff. Oh, no. And I could not move my forehead at all. I could not show any kind of expression from the eyebrows up. So there is a delicate balance that you have to do there. But it's something I will do again. Like, it, it's costly. It's costly to maintain. Because, like, with your eyes, this isn't something you necessarily have to do again. Right. Whereas with Botox, you're going to have to. It's a to. constant upkeep. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it's not, 
each person's journey is a little bit different. Yes. I mean, I, my sister is, and I are polar opposites of each other. My sister, I don't even know if she owns a hair dryer, maybe. <laughs> um, she uses no makeup. She is perfectly happy in her own body. And Good I think her. that's amazing. Yes. And there's, um, I can't remember who the singer is now, but there's a, a bunch of, um, there's a few singers and some actresses that had did that whole thing where they they don't even wear makeup anymore. Uh, Alicia Keys is one yes, of them. Yes, that's who it is. Yep. She refuses to wear makeup and she's gorgeous. And you know what? If that's how you feel the most comfortable, if that's how you feel the most beautiful, good for you. Right. Because I think we spend too much time trying to make ourselves appeal to other people and it i think it needs to be a focus of how do you feel the most confident what makes you feel the best about yourself right yeah i you know i always joke that i am not gonna grow old gracefully i'm gonna fight it <laughs> tooth and nail every step of the way like well i'm like you within like i wanted to do the eyes for me yep um i am also scared of some of the fillers i'm scared of the lips Yes. Um, even though they tell me it would be subtle, I'm still afraid because that's like we're not wearing face masks anymore. So it's yeah. Not like I can cover it up. <laughs> and there's so many women that get their lips done and then their lips like look like a monkey's engorged vagina. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. But... <laughs> they do. And you're just like, you got baboon veg on your face. That's not a good look. <laughs> so now, now, now when I'm working, cause I work with a lot of <laughs> women that have had that done, that's what's going to be rolling around. I was going with duck lips, but now that, you know, baboon veg is <laughs> baboon veg. <laughs> I'd be like, Hey, BV. <laughs> oh, so had pictures. Be... I found a bad case of BV in the wild. Oh, we're like, Oh, she's got some BV. <laughs> not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah, but then you see those those um filters on TikTok where it's like, this is what you would look like with lip injections, and this is what you would look like with this. Right. And you look at it and you're like, damn, that's not. Nope, that's not what you're gonna look like. It's not what you're gonna look like. No, 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 no. So, what are the things that you you did that your eyes for you? What do you, what do you, what other self-care do you do? The only other thing I really, I, right now I live for samples. Okay. I do. Um, I, because like I was saying before, there's just so many choices. It's so confusing that now I'm the person I walk into like Alta and I go, please help me. <laughs> Look at my face. What do I need? And then they're like, oh, okay. Oh, we got a yeah. sucker here. Yeah. Um, so what I started doing is in my travel bag for my trips, I'm taking, I have all these samples um, of all these products. And so I will travel with certain samples and then I will only use them okay. for my trips to see if I see any difference. Um, I'm a big fan of like under eye masks and the beauty face masks. I do when I'm traveling, I do practice self care because I have a hotel room and I'm by I myself. Still, yep. You know, sometimes it's a really short amount of time. And sometimes I have, I was just in Oakland, California 
And most of the time our hotels are amazing. This one is right outside of the airport. And I walked in to check in. I had 20 hours of downtime. Oh, that's a lot. And well, normally you're in a city. It's great because you can go out and explore. But the gentleman behind the desk looked at me and he said, do not leave the hotel. Oh, shit. (laughs) Even the pilot was like, well, I heard there's a trail. And he goes, if you go out, don't go to the left. Whatever you do, promise me. And he looked at me and he goes, just don't leave the hotel. Because I guess because it's by the airport, the area is really dangerous. Um, So that's when I will read a book, do face mask, or depending on what I throw in for my samples, if I have a mud mask, things like that. I still don't feel like I get enough. Like, I feel like my skin is just a sponge. It's just not. (laughs) It's just soaking it in. Because you don't do it when you're at home then. Exactly. I should do it every night. But darn nec- Netflix and <laughs> TikTok. All these all these TV shows that are waiting for me. I, I I aspire to if in a perfect world I would get a facial. Yeah. Like at least once a month. I just started getting my nails done. Oh. I, yeah. I immediately looked at your hand when you <laughs> they're very pretty. Because now my hands are in full view of people all day long and I never really pampered myself like that so I'm kind of digging that but it's just like little things what about you um well this very pretty bike right behind me I'm sure if you you listen to Mimesis I talk about my Peloton all the time but um when I went to DC for five days I was five days without my Peloton and I realized how much of my own self-care happens on that bike and I, I become a beast. And I don't just mean my rides. I do a lot of strength training. I do more of their strength workouts than I do their cycle workouts. Okay. But um, straight training is my therapy, picking heavy shit up, challenging myself. Uh, I want to be a small version of the Hulk. That is <laughs> my dream. <laughs> I want to be muscular. So I do that. And I, I would say five or six days a week that I do about an hour long workout every day. Uh, in addition to that, I don't do a ton of pampering. I mean, I, I have a nice vitamin C serum that I do. I do my own nails because I worked in a salon doing nails for okay. seven years. And um, I cannot rationalize paying somebody else to do it when I used to do it professionally. <laughs> I can see that. So I do that. And um, one thing I did splurge on is, and I think I bought an airbrusher for my makeup for my foundation how does that work it's fantastic and you're talking about how much you spend in product the great thing about an airbrusher is you buy like the small bottles of your foundation and i want to say there may be three ounces but when you use this you only have to use like four or five drops wow this this foundation lasts forever and you airbrush it on and, you know, the way it sets, it sets better. That, because every time I try to use regular foundation, it sets into the lines. And exactly. It, it, it accentuates them more. And the airbrusher doesn't do that. It gives more of a matte finish. So I did, I did splurge and I bought myself one of those. I but, feel like I would be airbrushing stuff that didn't need to be. <laughs> 
I'm not like I always joke that I would love to get like a 20 something or even a teen because they are so good at doing makeup. Yeah. And and blending and doing all that. I'm still super simple. I can do my makeup in less than five minutes. Yeah. Because I everything is real basic. It's real light. Most of the time people probably wouldn't think I had makeup on. Yeah, because it was very neutral. I do because I've never been taught. I didn't start wearing makeup until I was in my 20s. Okay. And I've never been taught how to do it. And then I fell into the same thing. My mom wore Clinique. So I wore Clinique. And I just have recently branched out. And I use like Bare Minerals now. Yes. Which I think is so much better. It looks better, I think. Um, But I would love to have somebody come in and like do a tutorial, not only on makeup, but on hair. Yeah. Just basics. That's sad. For me. <laughs> I'm in my fifties and could you please just teach just me teach the me basics? Ideas. But I know I'm not the only one out there. I know no. that there are people out there that are the same as me or stuck in their rut of like the thick like the thick black eyeliner under the eyes. This is stuff from the eighties and nineties. Yeah. And never like I always wish I was brave enough to let somebody do a makeover on yeah. me. You've never had one done? No. Gosh, see, I worked at Merle Norman for a long time, which is a makeup store, and you had a few minutes, and you were going to get a makeover whether you liked it or not. You, you look like you could use a makeover. Yeah, you look a mess today. Come here. Oh my, there is no cattier place to work than a makeup store, because then women will say things to other women that you would never say to anybody else. I actually had, this is no joke, I had this happen. I had bangs at the time that I worked there, and I didn't have them for a really long time. But I had, a, I was like, I'm thinking of growing my bangs out. And one of my coworkers came up and pushed my bangs back and was like, that's what your face would look like without them. Oh that's gosh. not good. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's I'm like, awful. okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is awful. You know who I've always wanted to have my makeup done though? Um, I've always wanted like a professional drag queen to do my makeup yes and the really glam makeup styles that they do oh my god i would love that i would love that i mean i also every once in a while i'll do like side jobs um and i'll do i'll get hired to do like a a commercial or a photo shoot just like background stuff i do it for fun and i not that long ago i got hired to do one out at disney springs and i was a waitress (laughs) named Anne. (laughs) <laughs> but they put me in the makeup chair and so she did my make because they, they say come camera ready so okay. they looked at me they're like girl <laughs> you are not camera ready um you're polaroid ready but not quite camera ready so, so they they put me in the chair and they put lashes on me oh yes um they did my hair which i was you know i was a server so they just pulled it back in a ponytail when I looked in a mirror, I thought, oh my gosh, I look like a clown. I, because I don't wear that much makeup. I normally don't wear, as we discussed, a lot of makeup. So I thought like, it almost felt like they put like a blush stick and like, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, cool, whatever. But then when I went home and I was taking a selfie to send to a friend and I looked at the selfie and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like. I look 10 years younger. I'm telling you, lashes, oh, I love them. I love them. I, ha- I, I used to get them done 
and my eyes got really irritated from that so i did like the magnetic ones for a little while and those are a pain because if they're not just right i've tried those but but man i love i love the look <laughs> right do you, do you do the glue ones now um i still use the men if i'm gonna do it i do the magnetic ones but someday i would love to to have like the glam the glam extensions done but then i think they limit like how much you can wear eye makeup with it because you're not supposed to use like certain products or they'll take the lashes off i feel like i rub my eyes too much too yeah i try not to because you know don't want to get sick sticking my fingers in my eyes but (laughs) i would love for us to find we could go two ways with this we could find someone who knows how to do drag makeup yes I'm sure I could maybe find somebody in my line of work that is able to do that or knows somebody to do that. I would love that. And then maybe have like the teenage, early 20s come in and yeah, and do that. And we should we'll post like before like and compare after. Them. Compare them to, yes, like go to have the Sephora girls do it and then have like a drag queen <laughs> do it. I want to do this. Fuck yes, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> so if there's any drag queens out there <laughs> that would like to volunteer, get a hold of us. <laughs> so what else, like we've covered, is there anything you wouldn't do? Like, is there anything you see people doing for beauty that you're like, that's too far? That's way too far. Um, Face implants. Oh shit! Yeah, Mm-mm, no. Yeah, I um I come across a few that, and they're so obvious. Yes, that you have like a chin implant or a cheek implant. I know at one time that it was super popular, but it's I don't know if just because of now aging and your skin starts to sag a little bit, you it's more pronounced. Yeah. Um, that and another big thing that's happening now is people are getting their implants taken out. I have a few friends that are getting ready to go do that because was it 90s, even 2000s, like having the huge boobs, that was the thing to do. Yeah. And now people are tired of them and don't like them anymore. So they're going in and going Taking back to what they normally would have been like. So I think I think Pamela Anderson took hers out for a little while, she did. but she put something back in. Well, I mean, I would think if you had years you have of them to, yeah. and your skin is stretched mm-hmm. and all that, so either you have to have major surgery and scars to fix it, to get it back down to normal, yeah. or you have to have something to fill it in yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I just would really, I like we were talking, I need to, I need to get more disciplined. I'm harder on myself because I used to work at a boxing gym and as a trainer at a boxing gym. So I know better. Yeah. Like, I know what I need to do. I'm afraid to get started again. Really? Yeah. I know the pain that's about to happen. Yeah. Um, that's the thing that sucks about working out. I feel like if you work out for six months and you get your six pack abs, I feel like you should be able to keep them forever. <laughs> or at least, you know, at least like Botox, let it last, you know, like, <laughs> or a filler, let it I guarantee for like two years that. It's going to stay that way because <laughs> the minute you stop and, yeah. the, and the thing that I'm finding out is I can, um, I'm starting to do a little bit of research on this because now that I am on the other side of menopause, it's not, my body is not the same. So yeah. I can eat clean and I can exercise, but that middle section, I'm 
yes. fighting. Oh my gosh. I do core every day. And there's just, you know, I saw that meme that it's like, you know, it doesn't matter if I work out or not. My body holds the weight in my middle. Like, you know, I'm a peasant in the 1800s and there's a famine coming and don't worry, right. I'll hold on to the calories for you. They'd be marrying me off because, you know, they... <laughs> Because the healthier women, like they had more weight on them, you know, they were good childbearing yes, that's, women. That's a good childbearing one there. <laughs> but I mean, I know it's possible because I see women that are my age that are, have the flat stomachs, that have the, you know, that are toned. I know it's possible to do it. I just need it's somebody. harder. It's harder when you get older. I can remember in my 20s, like, literally. I was one good shit away from having a complete flat stomach. Right? <laughs> you could go to bed all bloated and you knew when you woke up in the morning, it was all going to be gone. Yep. And I still in my head have that theory, like I'll go out and eat wrong. And I'm like, I go to bed and my pajamas are tight. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be better in the morning. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, it's not, it's, it's not better in the morning. It's oh. morning. It's not better. It's no. not better. And I made the mistake, like we both said, I don't own a scale either yeah. because I know myself, I would be obsessive about the number on the yep. scale. When I went to my mom's house, there was a scale staring at me and I knew better than to get on that scale and I did it Oh, anyway. Girl. Mm -mm. So I think like the, what we were talking about, I'm okay being a bigger size. I just want to be healthy yep. and I yep. don't feel healthy. Right now, I did dry, dry January, and I did it for like seven weeks. I felt amazing. Good. Um. So again, it is trying to find that that balance of yeah. not being all or nothing. I still want to have a good time. Yeah. But did dry dry January ended? Where <laughs> is it over? It's over. Okay. Good. <laughs> it, it ended. Some of my um, I had an overnight in Fort Lauderdale, and some of my girlfriends came and spent the day with me and then that was all there was. that was it that was it it was it was over it's time that was it i mean it's tough because sometimes like i um i was just in new orleans overnight and oh. we were downtown well, i'm in new orleans and i'm downtown so the crew wanted to go out and i didn't want to be anti-social what we call the slam clickers that aren't social and they just go into their hotel room and slam and click their doors oh, okay we talk about them behind their backs <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so I wanted to be a team player and go out. So, so you had to, and it's New Orleans. I know. I, you know, I want to go there so badly. I do. I want to do some of the cemetery tours. I want to. I want to. Oh, that would be hilarious because that stuff scares me. I literally went. I had an experience in um, New Orleans at the. It was one of the um, hotels by the airport. And I was sleeping, as one does. On <laughs> what, yeah, it's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we always double lock our doors. We do all that stuff. And I am not kidding you. I felt somebody come in the room and lay in bed next to me. Oh. oh. <laughs> I shot up out of bed like an idiot. I was like, hello? Like, <laughs> is anybody here? Like, it was, I know somebody laid in that bed next to me. Oh, wow. So I came home and um, in downtown Winter Garden, there's a little crystal shop. Yeah. And I went into the crystal shop and I'm like, y'all have got to help me. Because <laughs> I've never really been into crystals or anything yeah. like that. But I do very strongly believe in spirits yes. and ghosts and that kind of stuff. So they kind of hooked me up. 
And they're like, you need to sage the room so it doesn't attach itself to you. And I'm like, I can't really burn sage in a hotel room before I leave, you know. Flight attendant sets off smoke alarms <laughs> in a hotel room after saging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they then they put like this little sage mixture in the bag. So I have crystals that are supposed to like let them do their own thing. What now. kind of crystals did they give you? Um, I'd have to go back and look at the list of them. There's like four or five. Okay. Um, that are in there. And ever since then, I will walk into a room. Oh, by the way, I did go back. There is a list of haunted hotels that we stay in. And that one was on the list. And the ladies in the crystal shop were like, oh, New Orleans, they have bad spirits and they can attach themselves. So now what I do is I go into a room and I go, okay, I'm here and I need to sleep. They're just watching. I'm like a crazy person. I'm like, and if it's got two beds in the room, I'm like, there's two beds. Please, you can have that one, right? Please sleep in the other bed, but let me sleep. (laughs) And so far, because I had before I got the crystals, I had two different experiences: one in Chicago and one in New Orleans. Love that. So you talking about like going into like, yeah, I I'll like I don't even go into haunted houses. But see, I don't like haunted houses because those people are paid to jump out and freak you out. And I don't like that. I don't I don't like the jump scares, but like the idea of real ghosts um, who aren't paid to jump out and who are scare not you. paid. They have no monetary gain to this. They're just trying to do their thing. Uh, fuck, I love that shit. Love it. I love mean, it. I'll I'll do it. I might have to put like an adult diaper on. <laughs> Because I'm gonna piss myself, but I'll go. I I could very well like scream and jump and who knows what bodily fluids <laughs> all at once. I'm gonna puke and pee all at the same time. I'll have a barf bag and a diaper on. We'll be covered, and I Do may it. not sleep. I may like have my covers up for the rest of the night, like just staring at you. See, I want to go to the Lizzie Borton house too. That might be a tough sell for me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I want to do all the creepy ones. <laughs> yeah. I was in London and my friends, they did the Jack the Ripper tour. <gasps> Shut up. There's a Jack the Ripper tour? Yes. <sighs> I said, no, thank you. I'll go have a drink in the in the bar and I'll <laughs> wait for you to get done. I just, I just, I couldn't imagine. Because that's like, to me, that's bad ghost stuff. Yeah. Like, no, he's not a good dude. No. Nope. So we'll have to add that to our list now. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if the spirit, if the women whose murders were never solved because he was never caught, if they're the ones that are there, like, I wouldn't be afraid of them. I'm intrigued by them. I want them to someday get their justice, but. That's a good point. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. All right. We'll have to put that on our list of things. We will. All right, ma'am. I think. Do we have anything else for this one we need to cover? No, I think now that everybody knows our... (laughs) You've had your eyes done, I get Botox, and sometimes I just have my bangs grown out so I don't have to get Botox. What we do and what we don't do for our beauty regimens. If anybody has any ideas, feel free to... (laughs) Of show ideas or ways that you can help. (laughs) A good speckle, maybe. Because this girl needs some help. I'm not going to do the placenta mask. Have you seen those? I'm not going to do that. Not not the bird poop mask either that they sell over in like Singapore and stuff? No, thank you. I'm good. 
I'm gonna come out against running, rubbing poop of any kind on my face. I'm gonna make this that stand in my life at this point. <laughs> I will stand right there with you <laughs> on that. All right. Well, if you have any other show ideas of things you'd like us to discuss or try out or anything at all, you can get a hold of us. Do you have the social media link? All right. So if you do have any suggestions for us, we are going to start getting out on the road and trying some stuff that makes sounds like me more uncomfortable <laughs> than Stacy. <laughs> so y'all, y'all will be able to laugh at my expense a lot more. Um, but if you have any suggestions, we would love to hear them. Yes, please. And once again, if anybody wants to come and spackle our faces. <laughs> if you're a drag queen or you're in your 20s and know some shit about contouring. Or just a queen that likes or to do makeup. Or just a queen. You don't have to be a drag. Just be a queen. We will take it. Um, you can email us at unpausedlife at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Unpaused Life Podcast and on Facebook under Unpaused Life. Awesome. Yes, so that covers them. It sure does. So we'd like to thank you for joining us. And remember, there is always time to hit play on the pause button. After all, life is too short to wait. Yes, it is. Bye. Bye.